Hey loves, hey loves, hey love. My name is Wyan Vaughn. I also go by Y. And this is another intriguing episode of Raise It Up, Why the Podcast. We're coming at you the last Thursday of June 2023 in an episode we are calling What's the Difference Between Me and You? Y'all know it's 50 years of hip hop. That means we are going to have every episode heavily hip hop influenced because it goes with our branding and branding is going to be a part of the name of the game. So if anybody is looking to have a buzzword this episode, be making sure that identity and branding are two of the words that you just tuck in your back pocket because that's where we at today. Um, Once again, my name is Wyan Vaughn. I also go by Why. This is an episode of Raise It Up Why, where OGs kick game to real ones only. Raise It Up Why is where we raise up your self-awareness, your vibration, and your capacity for love, which is just knowledge. We do this with non-corny positivity from the West Coast to the world. That is a lot of information. However, if you're new here, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your non-refundable time and energy and giving us a shot. I know that podcasts can be new and like, you know, adventurous sometimes when you're coming into your own and seeing what types of content are out there that give you that feeling and make you want to stay. So if this is providing that for you, we're very happy about it and we're happy to have your time and your attention. If you are an OG love returning for the 58th time, as many episodes as we have, we always appreciate you. We are thankful to have you. There is nobody like us, the loves, love culture in the entire ethos. So I'm very thankful, very honored to have y'all. Um, today, we won't be alone. We have special guests coming or a guest, uh, coming and making their way here. Uh, it's not just I here. Of course, we have our wonderful Onet Easy Miss Seal behind this camera. We have Q What It Do in the building, and we're going to have some amazing, amazing energy flowing through here. So as you all are getting acclimated, I think we're having, I think they're here. I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. But this is all good. What I'll do is get through the front of this. So when we have my my folks here, I can't. I'm trying. I am trying to keep this shit cool. We are going. Okay, hold on, no, no, okay, I'm sorry, my cousins just got here, it's a long story, this is a hint, this is the only hint I'm giving you, so let me just get through the front of this, because fuck that, they're first, so I have to just ground us, because I'm having way too much fun already, and I don't even know what to do, um, so once again, if you're new here, sorry for screaming in your ears, <laughs> 
We have a show of this podcast on YouTube. So if you're an onlooking love, thank you for being here. And if you're just listening in, no worries. You do that. And we thank you for being here. Now, if you don't mind, I invite you to close your eyes. And if you are driving, do not do such a thing. Don't let this buttery voice fool your ass. Uh, and I want you to take a moment to get grounded here. Some of you know I'm a therapeutic edutainer, non-traditionally practicing therapeutic kind of a chick over here. And this is what we call grounding. Grounding sets you in the present. It brings you into a room, separating the cognitive space from wherever you were before you got here to where you are right now. So in the likeness and the spirit of that, I want you to take a moment to be here with me. Hear my voice. Feel your feet. Wiggle your toes. Be silly and touch your nose. And you're just doing that to affirm that you are here. Go ahead and breathe a breath in. Blow a breath out. Do that again in through your nose. And out through your mouth. And I just want you to take a moment to own this, this here miracle we call life, that you are living, you are winning just by having this here life. And just by spending this time here with my voice right now, you are investing into your betterment. And I hope that you sit with that and you feel proud. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go up. And I... I I was going to keep it a surprise. Nah, fuck that. Further, no, with no further ado, can we please welcome the ambassador? Well, I'm the ambassador, motherfucker, but I'm telling you the MC, the master of curl is in the motherfucking, built back up in the heezy baby, Maya Smith, my very own cousin. This is going to be the time when we come in here and get it. Being a girl, I'm not used to the girl thing. And then, oh, here. And you have your own mic. Stop. This is my cousin. This is my beautiful cousin. Can we just accept the fact that this is such, oh my God, this is happening. A part of me wants to stop this whole thing and just go live and make a love lounge. Like, I swear you, I won't do it. I won't do it. Cause I, I, listen, we're going to, I'm I'm being an asshole. Let me, let me, everybody listening and, and on looking. I am so never almost getting the chance to be with my cousin, I am going to speedball this episode. I, I, I love y'all. Um, we, have a, we have a live love lounge coming up. So I hope that some of you guys are going to be in LA for July 13th. I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. I know that you're not going to be here, but I just want to, I'll have you be able to just give your, your you blessing. You don't know that. Look, you know. You never know. Don't do that. Because I, I, I almost screamed. I almost screamed into this mic. Okay. This is original 13 alumni. Have <laughs> <laughs> to be there in some way. I listen, okay. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, we uh, I need you guys to know something. I need you guys to know something. <laughs> My cousin Maya Smith is the only Outside of the WLVs, Wayne, Wanda, Wayne, Wendy, Wyan, Whitney, and Warren, outside of my exact everyday family, the only other member of my family that has been represented on every 
one of the 58 episodes oh of this podcast God. has been my cousin because I always big up her products. So when I was in the pharmacy with Dr. Dre, every uh, uh, when I met Ali Shaheed, I promise you. And because well, look at the one I'm, I'm promoting well, today. I mean, technically, if you take like my first yeah. initial and just like flip it upside down, it's, it's technically a W. She's already a W. So I am trying I'm not to yell. Like this honorary member of the Bond family. <laughs> No. I am not lying. Wait, you don't know what I have up to for my sleeve for you. And my cousin Brian, like the... Uh, uh, Baby. Oh my gosh, my cousin Brian is my here. This is This is my my cousin's husband. Like the... They are black and veteran Very owned. Black. So black black veteran and veteran owned. Like, like the, veteran. those are like three different <laughs> concentric circles that the do is... I'm going to go straight into this. I, I was... Go. No, fuck this. I, I have to be right out. here. Like, I'm just here. Like I'm like literally in my... First of all... <sighs> yes, cousin. In my ASCAP nominee... Well, no. Yes. ABS, ASCAP acceptance... Yes. Ceremony for Dr. Motherfucking Dre. I texted him because he so, really. So first of all, yes. somebody should have sent me an email or a text or something <laughs> that said that like Snoop was gonna be there. Oh, oh yes. I, okay. They always do things together. Okay, it's always. I need you to just go ahead and go through what you do so I can tell you what happened to me today. This evening, because it has something to do with like a big daddy cane. What a kid Capri. Like literally, I can I, I almost fainted or pee <laughs> or both. <laughs> Cousin. At the same time, like, can we just talk you about You know like, how we feel? Look what's behind you. Hip hop raised me. Like y'all's story alone, like you don't understand. A conversation That's like a about... Patreon episode. We might have to run that. We we might have to run that. Um I'm getting ahead of myself. I am so excited. I have not seen my cousin since the pandemic. Before the pandemic, wasn't it years upon years? It was years upon Cause years. Because it was 20, the, you came for the 2020 episode of, Ra- not Raising Up War, I'm sorry, uh, the um, the hip hop forum at the college. That's right. That's the one that you were there That's for, right. right? And then we had to like Zoom. We had to like bootleg it because we were We were lockdown. in quarantine, in That's lockdown. Right. That's right. That was the last event that the college had. On its campus at all it's was wild. that hip hop forum. It's so wild. I'm like no, but we outside now. But, I need you to. I I, I was like, where's Wyan? Because listen. when I tell you what I experienced this evening, I am going to speedball this, ep- <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, my loves. I love y'all so much. I need y'all to know every ep- every part of this episode is about to be like six minutes, and then six minutes, then the- <laughs> for six minutes, and we y'all. Okay, okay, I'm back. Okay. Let's do that together. Okay. Because I'm seriously, like, literally, like, the Uber driver, the Uber, no, the Uber driver dropped me off, and I'm still, like, hyperventilating on the inside because of what, like, I really feel like I needed, like, a 30-minute timeout because of what I just witnessed. I need a time out. First of all, I need you. I need you to know, like, pharmacy. Shout out to the pharmacy. Yes, always shout out to the pharmacy, which is clearly an institution. Yes, yes. I was so proud. Yes, just to even be in the room to see Dre. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, everyone. 
tonight, when we're taping, because I know we air on the last Thursday right. of the month, but right. tonight is one week ahead of that while we're taping the 22nd. And Dre just got honored for ASCAP. For ASCAP. Okay, this is the get raised. Uh, uh, this is the hip hop section. This is the um. Well, I don't even know any of my segments anymore right now because I'm so excited. Okay. Uh. Uh. What, what is my break it down? Break it down is where we uncover the genius, and you could put this timestamp. Break it down. <laughs> I, I, I'm like literally trying to remember how to do my episode because I just want to have a conversation. That's all. But uh, break it down is where we uncover the genius in hip hop culture. So you're already taking it. So- Plus, this is Black Music Month. Are you fucking serious? Continue, ma'am. Okay, so can you just break down, like, for everybody that is like, what's that? Yeah. I, I realize that there's a whole millennial um, yeah. community that has no idea. And artists, aspiring artists that kind yes. of have heard ASCAP and, like, aspire to be a part of that. Yes. They really just don't know what that is. No. You and I are, like, literally children of ASCAP that have been eating yes. on them ASCAP. Yeah, checks. that's why we, <laughs> that's why we are. Why we're here. <laughs> So, Literally, I really, it's so important to me. Like being, I need you to feel. Like, can you yes. feel the energy? Yeah. Like, I'm transferring what I, I just felt. My my guys, my toes. Remember, I told you, will your toes touch your nose? My toes haven't stopped doing this in my Uggs no, right now. I you need can't you to just can't, like briefly explain what that means to the children of people who have contributed to funk, R and B, hip hop, every black, like what I consider is black classical music. One thousand percent. Like. What that, what it means to be even recognized and like how our parents have gotten paid, how we eat, how we went to school, like explain Uh, what ASCAP is. Okay. ASCAP. And mind you, this is something that you can Google. I was going to Google it right now, but no, fuck that. I'm with my cousin. I'm not about to make the smart way to do this broadcast. (laughs) ASCAP is one of the PROs, um... Oh, goodness. Protective rights organization. I believe it are. It stands for. Uh, but it's a way that artists get paid royalties. So not only when they put something out, but how they continue to get paid in indemnity, like like in perpetuity. Uh these are organizations, ASCAP, BMI, and there's that third one I can't ever remember, uh, but I think it's bigger in like like Canada or something right. like that. I, I just can't remember what that one's called, SCAT or Soundcast or something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but ASCAP and BMI are the big ones, and they are the ones that make sure that we get paid. So Maya keeps talking about her dad and my dad. They're like brothers. They were in the Brothers Johnson together. They were, a, they were bandmates. And when they came off of the road and stopped touring with the band, they would write songs for a little bit of everybody. Uh, Like, her dad is a masterful songwriter, as she is. As she is, by the way, and and you're not getting out of here without singing. Oh, you're oh she's not Brian. You thought she was gonna get out of here without singing to me? Oh, Fuck you, mean. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. My bad. My bad. ASCAP. My cousin's gonna keep me on point like five. ASCAP. The reason it's so important is because it is one of the organizations that make sure that the Kenny Pickens and Wayne Vons, both of our dads, when they make musical contributions to acts of classic black music, classical black Black music, like funk, like not even R&B, I'm talking about like soul, funk and jazz and things of that nature. That's how that money keeps getting funneled back to these families like she said, how she went to college, how we went to college, all of those things. The house that you're in is my grandparents' house. What you talking about? Like, 
the YN that is a YN is a YN off them ass caps. Yes, checks. thank you very much. So thank the you. legacy of what you think you know yes. about hip hop. Yes. So the children of, like, I literally, like, I met Kid Capri's daughter almost died today. Are you fucking like, serious? No, because- It's the real, like, no, generational there's a, legacy. There's a level of that wow. just recognition yeah. and acknowledgement that a lot of people don't really get. Yeah of what it means to be the child of a hip-hop icon. Speaking of, I saw Moni Love speaking to her daughters, which was like... <laughs> yes. There, there's a level of understanding yes. of what that means, not just not just for us as, as fans and as students of hip-hop, right? Yes. But as actual children of a generation that created something that did not exist before. Thank you, cousin. To watch their kids... Um, the, the legacy of their children and watch their children having children and being able to build upon something that, but full stop, Yeah, hip-hop, when they started, was just, it was an art form. It yeah. was literally just an art form. No one was making money. No. No. No one was trying to make money. No. This was something that we were all doing you know, it, it, hip hop in its inception just to create. Yes. So to see their kids and to see them in, in wait a minute, I, I just need a break. Yes. I'm still ah. like so just beyond <laughs> what I saw tonight. Yes, please. Seeing Kid Capri, seeing yeah. Big Daddy, Big Daddy Kane. I met Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy I shook Kane. his hand with this hand. Give me, let me get some. Right. right. Uh-huh. We grew up like around everybody. Like, I know. you know, when Malik like, called himself Kane. Ma'am. Wait, wait, wait. Can I bust my my brother out? So my big brother, this is so so okay. My my big big brother. So Wayne in heaven is my big brother. Right. And Wayne's older brother is also my big brother. He's the biggest brother. And right. so when he was young, you know, he looked kind of like a daddy came with the way he kept his fade with the slits and stuff like that or whatever. Oh my and God. um, and so you see I'm my this. Yes, this I, ring. Saw that. I saw okay, that. Okay, so you see that ring? The first time I ever saw a ring like this, it was on my leak and it said daddy across it. Listen. So when he was going macking girls down in Glendale, California. In Glendale. He was macking down the girls and he was like, yeah, you know, they were like, oh, what do we call you? You know, just call me daddy. Listen. Fast forward. You got girls calling the house. Watch this. No, Brian, Brian, watch this. It's not done. No, but like, no. Wayne was like Wayne when light skin was in. Like in LA, it's a thing. It's a thing. It depends on where you're from. Originally, my hearing just came off. My hearing just came off. The light skin was in in the ages of Wayne. Listen, that is the original little Wayne. No, straight up. No, we're talking. So then, (laughs) Malik, he has the girls calling the house. Now, mind you, this is an era of dating that the kids don't know about. When you call a house, then the parent might answer. So you had to have things called manners. You had to know how to talk to people because anybody could answer that phone. Okay, so right. the girls call the house and my dad pick up. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> Hi, um, you know, it's a little highness, a little, little, little sexy, little Latina. Hi, um, may I speak to daddy? Excuse me? What daddy? I'm the only daddy in this no. house. No, this is, and this, this is this my is, dad. No, this is Wayne Vaughn 1.0. Yeah, yeah, thank this you. isn't 2.0. No. This isn't the 3.0 that we all know and love. No. This uh-uh. is 1.0. My dad said, 
Who the fuck is daddy? Yo, I promise you. I'm so sorry, brother, if you see this and 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 uh, I busted you out. I apologize, but I'm telling Wait you. Wait a minute. Listen, that mofo, Malik, my cousin, <laughs> my, my cousin, my dad, my dad, my Jesus, my brother, literally right. had the girls calling and saying, yeah, yeah, can I speak to daddy? And my dad... I mean, he didn't whoop a 17-year-old, but if he could, oh he would gosh. have whooped. All because this Negro happened to look like... And I'm going to show you his pictures so you'll see. But but all, all of this to say, you met Big Daddy Kane tonight. I met Big Daddy Kane tonight. I have no words. No, let me tell you this. I, I have to go. It's, it's going to be a mini rant. Get yes, ready. Buckle get up. ready. Time out. You can cut this out if you need to. Never. To see the health and wealth of our hip-hop icons. Thank you. To see them living well. Yes. And to actually see the people who created what we think we know. Come Every, on. No, there were at least, how many people were there? There were at least 200, okay. maybe 250. Okay. To see people in the room with no, no disrespect, but I think right. maybe 20%, 30% of the people that were there have never really understood or heard or experienced hip hop as we know it. Because it's a lot of like... You know, like younger than millennials, right? God, gotcha. to see our hip hop icons living so well, and to—I was so touched by just being in the room and seeing them see. Yeah, people see them. Wow, wow. We know, of course, like what they created when you know Jesus is out there, out there fucking around. Like yeah. right now, we're creating things that no one even knows is really like a big deal. We're just doing what we do. We just want to, we want to hear our song on the radio, yeah. right? We don't really care if it happens. This is, hip hop is an art form that was, that literally was born from a time in life when people were making something out of what they had and literally. making something that did not exist. And they weren't interested in making money. No. So to see this whole genre yeah. blow up and create something that the whole world now sees as pop music, Right. Because it is it, it, it is pop, pop music, right? by the way. Yeah. To see them, I, I was so honored tonight to watch them see themselves and see the level of recognition and understand. Like I saw that happen. Yeah. I saw Kid Capri. I mean, it's not the first time he's ever seen that. It's not the first time Big Daddy Kane has ever seen that. But to witness them being able to stand in what they created and see whether or not. Anybody in the room acknowledges what they've done for the culture to see these grown men who have had children and, and their children are having children. Like, yep. I met Kid Capri's daughter. Like, to see that. Like, yeah. I'm like, do you even know who your daddy is? The one and only Kid right. Capri. Capri, Kid Capri. Capri. Listen. Like, Def's comedy jam, Kid Capri. Narrated no. the whole damn album, Kid Capri. Well, Are I you can, serious? I can, I can literally break that down on so many levels because <sighs> this is a man that was successful. In, uh, no, was chosen to represent hip hop yeah. on a show yeah. for a genre that he's not even a part of. This is a comedy show. It's a comedy show, baby. Ma'am. So I'm looking at her like, do you? And I remember like people looking at me, like asking me, like, do you know who your dad is? I, do you know who? You, people walk up to you all the time, like, do you know who your father do is? Do you understand like, who your father is? Somebody no. walked up to me in the airport and was like, you got to be Kenny Pickett's daughter. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I love this. 
No, but the, the level of recognition that people yeah. have worked so hard and have no idea the yeah. impact, the 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 ripple effect of what they've created when they were just playing. They were just being obedient to this wave of creativity. Yes. Like to see them do that <sighs> and to have them in the room and see people who are appreciating, whether they even know, a lot of people in there don't even know what they're celebrating. No. You no. don't know that half of the music that you're that you've created was inspired by what they did when they were just playing. You out here trying to get a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma'am. Yes. So <laughs> Like, literally, like, my whole body was, like, vibrating. And everybody's looking at me like, Maya's tripping. But I was no, bugging. You were accurate. I was accurate. bugging because I'm like, I don't think anybody in here really <laughs> gets. You don't get what's happening. Yeah. We have to appreciate. God bless the dead. Like, right, right. when it comes to Dave yeah. from Dave yeah, Live. Of course. There are so many people that it's like, the blessing is really mine. It right. could be theirs. Right. But to be able to tell the people who have, have had that much of an impact on your life creatively. Yes. To be able to look them in the face. Like, I got to shake Big Daddy Kane's hand and say, like, like I'm literally, like, what you see with the dude, you're a part of that. You're a, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I got to shake Kid Capri's hand and say, yo, <laughs> like, every Sunday we get on the dude. I love the dude. Yes, you do. And we educate and we call it Sucker Free Sunday because Sucker of you. Sucker Free! No, but he definitely set me straight. He was like, oh, yeah, that's my trademark. I was like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to even be yes. a part, to even, yeah. to, to have him in the same room with yeah. me and recognize it's something that I'm doing that I'm just trying to yeah. do, like really echoing what you've done and educate. Like yes. the, the, the point of, of hip hop is to educate and inform the youth. Yes. It's, that's really why it started. If we're going to keep it a stack, that is what one. Is, what is like the purpose of hip hop? The entire purpose of hip hop. My thesis, right? In my master's program, my thesis was called I Let My Music Speak For Me, The Role of Rap Music in Adolescence. Adolescent, no, the role of rap music in identity formation amongst Black adolescents. Because I could only, I was, I, you, you have to put so many of your independent variables with your dependent variables. The way, you, I, that's why I'm remembering it the way no, that I'm, I'm you know, you just so I, I focused on something that was studyable in under 75 pages because I initially wrote what my director told me, a, a, a dissertation. Absolutely. He said, you actually have to cut some of this out because it's too long. It actually goes over what we're looking for. Uh -huh. So bring it down. And if you ever want to continue on your education, if you get your like EDD, PhD, whatever you want to do, you can just take this and expand it with those other 25 pages. I had to take 25, 28 pages out of my thesis. So on this matter, when you're looking at where hip hop is and what it means to current day culture, the black family is the phoenix that arose from the demise of the West Africans that were brought over here during slavery, right. 1619. What I'm going to tell you is hip-hop. No, you know, I'm going to take it all the way back the fuck there because hip-hop is the phoenix that rose from the ashes of things that were looking to disassemble the effectiveness of communication via music 
that we had within our culture from jazz to Negro spiritual. I don't know any other people on earth where music helped them become seen as five fifths of a human. It's literally um, like an adaptation or a progression of the drum beat. Thank you. It it literally is like up up in, um, how do I say this? No, you're beat, you got Um, it. But it it really has grown or it, it has come from what we what we thought we knew as like the primal yes. communication, it is a form of a communication. It a thousand percent is no that this is how we're speaking to each other. Yes, it is a primal formal. It's not an informal art form. It really is a formal, very formal part of the way that people of the diaspora all over the world are communicating. And I know that because I'm little old me over here in Germany. My husband's in the Air Force. Talk I your no shit. Idea. Talk. You don't know no, the do started because I got over there and I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You don't even speak my language and you know my music better than I do. Whoa. You know my music better than I do. You go, go look it up. Google it. North Sea Jazz Fest. Yes! You Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. When you go to a place where nobody speaks the language and they know your music better than you do and they don't separate hip-hop from what we consider jazz or R&B. And Got it's you. all black classical music. Got you. And the people there don't look like you, but right. they know your music as well, if not better than you do. It really does kind of recalibrate your idea of what you see in art form that was created by us. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you think that is. Yeah. And your appreciation. So when we started to do, it was really like, Formally, for me, it was like, damn, if I can't even talk to you. I was cutting people's hair. I couldn't even really speak. They didn't speak English. I was like, right. so do you want it like this? And do you want it like this? Do you want your curls like this? Right. My understanding of what they needed, the the one thing that we were able to agree on right. was the music that we loved. They understood. They knew the music that they didn't speak my language and they knew my music. So in a way, they knew even if they didn't speak your language, they could still communicate with you. It is a formal form. It is a form. Yes of very advanced communication. I mean, and you know, I can go all day on it. Quite advanced. hip-hop is a very advanced communication. It's form of communication. A thousand percent. If you look at people all over the diaspora, whether they are of, you know, a a Latin influence, if they are African influence, if you go, if you look in in Italy, if you look in um, Australia, you're like, how the hell do you? Yeah. But no, not only are you an appreciator, but you're a participator. You are creating yeah. your own form, yes. right? Like I can talk about hip hop because it's listen. Such, it's so fascinating to me that that something that was only literally created fifty years ago, we really can't even to begin to talk about it the way that it needs. To. That's why you had so much trouble writing your thesis. One thousand percent, because formal education cannot put what you understand as a part of the culture in a box. Can I tell you? When this is how you know we it's a real underground but overhead radio uh uh, uh railroad rather no 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 I got noisy no and then I did this no 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 we're 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 living today we're living today this is okay. this is it but one of the one of the scholarly references that I used for my thesis because there were so few. I just had to start pulling from things that had nothing to do with therapy, nothing to do with the social work degree I was earning. I had to pull from anything that was speaking about hip hop culture or rap music and lyricism with 
without bashing us. Right. Ninth Wonder say it take us to teach us. Oh my gosh, shout out to Ninth. Uh, absolutely, always. I'm gonna go ahead. So no, we're gonna FaceTime 80 people, right? When we get done with this. I'm just gonna fan out. Yes. I'm not a fan because, you know, we're from the same world and yes. fanning yes. is not the thing to do. <laughs> but there, I was trying to explain to Brian, like, there are certain people that I don't care, like, no. There's, I have a top 10 list. There are certain people that I just have to just act up. And I need you to get over this. That I don't want to be a groupie, but ninth is one of those. Ninth is one of those. <laughs> okay. Okay. So well, there look, are I'm screaming. I'm sorry, y'all. That have pushed this culture so. And, yeah. and honestly, the reason that I feel the way that I feel about them yeah. is the, my understanding of how little they are recognized. Listen. You really aren't doing anything in any art form until people are replicating and imitating your work and they don't even know yes. that you exist. Yes. Yes. They don't yes. even know. It's not even like a diss to the culture or like, you know, it's not a sneak diss. No. It really is like, I'm just imitating. Like, like Dilla. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Dilla fans don't even, have never even heard. They don't even know. They don't know they're a son of Dilla. You talk about forefathers. We talk about Father's you Day. Hip hop, and you're really a fan of Dilla. Listen, like, you're really a Dilla fan. But yeah, you don't, even know it. you don't know it. Oops, right. I'm throwing things, but no, you really don't know it. And that's, I think, the beautiful part, like you're saying, about any of this stuff is all this is still answering why hip hop was so important and what it so means. Much. But the idea being, hip hop <laughs> is this important. Oh, oh, no, I was telling you about that one uh, article. The article was making a likeness to how certain rappers, like, let's say, an E-40 oh or a Sugar Free. Earl. how they'll to Earl. Earl Stevens all day. Uh, <laughs> but how people will... Somebody said E-40 rapping I cursive. Love. I said, now that's funny That is shit. absolutely that's true. That's really funny. It's accurate. And I'm going to say that's true. And it's he laughed accurate. at it. But <laughs> when you get certain people who make it to a scholarly journal, I had to find in the linguistics section. Because, again, in psychology musicology, in all of the areas where I was pulling for information for my scholarly thesis, I couldn't find enough things that spoke about us accurately. Everyone else was giving us back media footage of us and not talking. Right. They weren't speaking us. So I was like, bro, th everything that you're saying, this isn't us saying it. You're like when Miles, I read Miles Davis's book and he was talking about even all the way back then, what is it, the 30s, 40s, let's say, with Miles and stuff like that? Somewhere around these, well, when he was older, it was 30s, uh, uh, excuse me, 40s and 50s. He's talking about how the critics were so, he was like, he was so upset with why the critics got as much acclaim as if they knew how to play an instrument. He was like, why is everyone giving more attention to what critics write about us in newspapers and we're the ones out there busting our ass and and with these racist promoters, racist this and that. Like, you got to think what they were going through. So I'm thinking of our forefathers of hip hop and they talked about in this linguistic journal how people like Earl Stevens, E-40, were continuing and slang and Ebonics in general continues work started from the Underground Railroad, where you could be in front of a slave owner or an overseer or a master somewhere, and you could be in their face talking to your constituent, another Black African-descended person, and you could be planning your escape for later on that night. But because you were speaking in code, 
they didn't know what the fuck you were saying or what you were that talking part. about. That so part. when we in front of people and we over here talking with E-40, he talk about, hey, so you got that white girl because I'm going to take that over back <laughs> to the stable and, you know, we're going to go back and get it. And I'm sitting there like, oh, shit, some real stuff going on. You see a black uh, a black person might understand it, but then a white person sitting there like, where are the white women and the horses? Man. He said, white, white girl in stable. <laughs> I'm going to be on the blade. Wait, what are these words? If you don't know what any of that means, y'all going to have to get your, your hip-hop game. Like, you need to spend a week in Vallejo. Shout out to Vallejo. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I we're dovetailing because again, I'm I'm cutting this down so I, I can be with my cousin. First of all, time out. I'm like, so excited. How are you excited. gonna edit this? Because I can't. Like my brain. This is making me so about happy. To explode right now. <laughs> the next thing we're talking about, leaving, leaving this wonderful topic of the genius of hip hop, which yes. is called break it down. I'm getting straight into get raised. Get raised is when I don't just raise the vibration and the capacity for love and the vibration of the room. Instead, I have OGs like my cousin here to not only help raise y'all as listeners and supporters of this podcast, Love's Love Culture, you're also raising me with you. And I feel like you've already been doing it, but I'm going to ask you just a couple questions okay. to kind of like okay. corral where we are and things like that. I'm going to try to calm down. You are the master of curl. Founder, MC. you are an MC and founder of CEO, not founder of CEO. You are a founder and a CEO of The Do. This episode is called, What's the Difference Between Me and You? Oh, boy. And I want you, <laughs> I want to ask and pose this question to you and see where you take it. Would you say that branding is basically answering the question, what's the difference between me and you over and over again I as a company? Absolutely. Okay. I think I heard this, you know, and I won't take credit for this because I'm not like other sucker MCs, but I... I, 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 I <laughs> my bad, my bad, I'm back. I heard this and someone really has always, it's something that resonates with me and I'm always constantly thinking about that when people are talking about branding because people think branding is a logo in colors, which it's absolutely not. <laughs> no. Call me later. <laughs> Um, branding is really your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Ooh, it's the it really is the lasting lasting resonating impression of who you are and what you stand for, what you believe in. Wow. When people aren't around, so it's like Wyan, it's that girl with the fly ponytail, the fly fly top knot. It's always grinning, it's always screaming. Like she's supposed to be laughing, but she's screaming. And she's always talking about hip hop, and she knows, you know, and she's always dropping like that is your brand. Yes, you actually don't. You only get to decide what that is at the very beginning, and it's wow. something that you have to hold on to right. and commit to really being that. Yeah, is your brand is what people talk about when you're not there. Wow. And so if you're willy-nilly, if you want some sucker shit, if you're following Wyant, or if you're following the dude and you're pretending to be that, that's really not your brand. Your brand really just becomes like, oh yeah, she's kind of like, you ever hear those brands? Right. Like, she's kind of along the lines of like what anybody says that about me. I'm like, oh Jesus! Like, no, no I'm not along the lines of anything. You never want to be along yeah. the lines of anything. Right. Your brand is really who you truly are, and if people are able to tap into that, or not, or not, or not, I'd rather you not be able to identify what it is. Yeah. Than for you to say to to, to cite it inaccurately or to have me wrong. Ooh. So I think your brand is very clear. Yes. 
But yeah, the difference between me and you, I think people are constantly talking about that. Yeah. And it's something that if you are authentic to your brand, which is yourself, mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of control over that. Other other people will kind of um, say, well, you know, she's kind of like, but she's different because of this. And so that's something that I'm constantly thinking about. Um, And I understand as a brand, Brian and I talk about this all the time. We're always very clear as a brand that we don't necessarily have control over how other people see us. The the, the goal and the mission is to be so focused on who we're serving and what we're trying to do. Nice. that, That it's clear that we're not for everybody. I'm okay with that. I'm really okay. And if with you that. you can you can you can like it or love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you think you for everybody, but you never you never are. No. So to be clear on who that is. Yeah. And to accept the fact that it's not for everybody so that now you can reallocate the energy and the bandwidth and Thank the you. and you know what I'm saying? All Thank of the, everything is energy. So I understand that I'm not for everybody. I understand everybody's not gonna love it. Everybody's not gonna believe it. Everybody's not going to be on board, but what I'm able to do is take that out of that little piggy bank and put that toward the people who really are fucking with us. Yes. And yes. and really be laser focused on who that person is and give them what they need because yeah. I'm really here to meet a need. I'm not here to entertain or tap dance for you. You're not here to entertain or tap. There are people no. who are absolutely uninterested. Yeah. Disenchanted. Period. Not interested in what it is that you have to, and that you're not here for them. Your job is to nurture and to um, and to affect and resonate with people who have been waiting their what could be their whole life yeah. to hear what it is that you came to bring. That is your assignment. That is like your mm. divine assignment. And you stepping outside of that is a whole joke. It's a whole fiasco. You perpetrating a fraud, and you're Woo. wasting your time, and you're working a lot harder than you need to work. Because again, you're not in your it's not your design to be working. It's your design to sit here and be recognized and wow. let people invite you into their experience. So the sooner you get that, shout out to Elton Anderson. By How the way. did you okay? And yes, please shout out to Elton. How did you a good like, friend of mine who really has been instrumental in the way that I see myself? Yes. Has helped me understand, you know, what my human design is, like what I'm really here to bring. Yeah. And and it's really helped me understand why I don't need to feel guilty about everybody not being my jam and my cup of tea. Gotcha. I'm really focused on who is really looking to me, who really understands what my unique gifts are. Right. And that's who I'm here to serve. I'm not here to serve everybody. And you're not serving the people who came here to hear and feel and experience what you came to bring if you're so focused on being here hmm. for everybody. And hmm. honestly, like it was a full circle moment for me when I was at the ceremony tonight. Yeah, it was yeah. like, we're only here right now because of probably five people. Right. I saw, like, I saw Snoop. Oh my God, I almost <laughs> passed out. <laughs> almost, literally almost passed out. I saw Dre. Yeah. And he was so... Even like, I mean, he's doctors, right? Yeah, for sure. That's that's DRE. Yeah. But even witnessing the level of humility and still, (laughs) after everything that he's accomplished, like the level of humility and um, just seeing him see himself was, it was a beautiful (laughs) moment, right? Yeah. Even seeing that, we're only here because of five people who weren't for everybody. 
Wow. So, I mean, to me, my brand has always been about, first and foremost, understanding that there are people who are here to hear what I have to say. Yes. And there are other people who are going to run around and follow everybody else. And that's not my business. God put me here. He put my family here. He put my business here to be a vessel of information and inspiration and encouragement um, and validation. I want to, I'm here to see you. I'm here to speak to your experience and your experience only. Trying to say that we're all this and we're all... No, I'm here to talk to the people that are listening. If you're not... If you, like, if you're not tuned in to Channel 8, I don't know right, what to tell Right, right, Because that's, that's the only station I'm broadcasting on. Ma'am. Hello. What are we doing? Why well, it's on Channel 7. Yes. So if you're not a Channel 7 subscriber, you're not a Channel 8, we ain't talking to you. Period. If you happen to be flipping through, hey, what's up, yo? Right. But right. it doesn't necessarily mean no. that you are for every body. So first of all, let me tell you how incredibly... Not just proud, because people say proud all the time, but like privileged. Like, honestly, genuinely, the privilege, the gift that it is for Brian and I to like be flat. See, YN is on. <laughs> Love culture is on. Like, it will feel sometimes like, uh, like I got my crew, but I want to grow. No. Right, right. Your right. people, your tribe, the people who really understood who were who who God sent yes to hear you they tell your story for you you think you got to work harder <laughs> and no ma'am that's not how it works that's not how it works I can tell you 30 years in this business thank you I didn't grow until I stopped working so hard I just started to do what I knew I was assigned to do and serve the people that God sent me be I mean deliver Excellent service yes. and focus yes. and research yes. and care and compassion to those, what I thought were just a few people, hmm. right? Those people will tell your story for you. That's branding. It's caring for who you were, who you really came to care for and allowing what it is that you, like, because it comes through you. It's yeah. not from you. Like, right. we don't do this. right. Right. Child, I've been working hard. This for is 43 years to mess my life up. Lee. <laughs> like, this is not for me. This every every good thing that other people will recognize as brilliant yeah. or whatever that, that comes through me. Gotcha. So you allowing yourself to be open to the people that you were sent here to serve. Wow. Not to be fly, not to be cute, no. not to be seen, but no. those people who you were there to deliver something to, those people will grow as a result of your presence, yes. whether they know it or not. Sometimes, right, right, right. Sometimes I don't even know it's you. I was in a room full of people who have no idea that they're all there because of four people that were there tonight. There are a lot of people that are in this, that are watching. Yeah. That are only there. And Got we may you. never even know it. Right, right. What did Jill Scott, you remember that song? Um, it's in, I want to say it's beautifully him. Like, um... Whether or not, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, uh, yes. sorry, Jill. Right. Whether or not you acknowledge me, mm. I'm still here. You know? That's the reality of life. You know, if, if, I hate, I'm, oh my God, I'm no, please. right now. But I, 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 that song resonates with me so much because she says, whether or not you see me or feel me, I'm still here. People do not need to understand or recognize 
your presence right. or your impact. Yeah, right. To benefit from it. If you're really for the culture, you have to accept the fact there's a lot of people that want to ever know who you are or appreciate you. And in that in that that place tonight, I was like, damn. Like there are so many people here that don't even know that they're here. They're not even looking at the DJ booth. They have no idea that they're here because of this man that's standing here. They see this guy big, you know, this is not right. this is not right. like the old school. Right, right. Do right. you even get that everybody in this room? Hove is is a big daddy Kane fan. Thousand. Like, a thousand percent. Yo, like do you even and, and you don't percent. so we have to as people who we don't think about the brand, just be authentic. Like and I and I don't want to take over your show. No, no, no. Like, I, I, I wanna ask why do you think why <laughs> but, do you think it's so challenging for people to be authentic? What do you think challenges people to find their authenticity or be authentic? Because what? I don't really know what it means. Okay. They think being authentic is being sloppy, loud, and wrong. Being being authentic is not is really tapping in. It's really being clear, even if you don't know all of it. Because I mean, it's a daily right assignment right for me to look up and say, okay, what am I here to do? Push all the things to the back of my mind that need to be at the back of my mind. Right. Push all the things that are on your agenda to be on your agenda. What am I here to do? Right. So it, I'm not saying that being clear on who you are and what you're here to do is something that you ever arrive at or that you're, you know, you, nobody knows that. Got you, got you. But authenticity is really about understanding that you are not, you don't belong to you. My ideas are my ideas. What other people recognize is, oh, that was so creative. That's so dope. Like, I I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I want to be recognized for what I brought and what I leave behind because I understand how important, again, I I cannot, I will always reference what I saw tonight. Period. Right? Please. But I think that authenticity is really about being clear on the fact that you are a vessel, that it is God in you. Whatever you think or feel God is, it is God in you that is delivering. All that vibration that's coming through you is really a product of the God in you. Your ideas aren't your own. And try it out. I mean, hey, you know, I'm not I'm not judging. You ain't got to be spiritual or nothing like that. But just try to be creative or to be impactful or to be compassionate or share anything meaningful. Parenting. You know, steward any type of stewardship. Try to give something to somebody on your own strength. Call me in the morning. Let me know. How yeah, that really, seriously. Joe Budden always says when people on his podcast, <laughs> he'll be talking about what's up. You know, like uh, uh, people be like, "Well, they only sold these many, and they sold Whoa. these many." And and Joe will always say, "Do you know how hard it is to sell one of something? One by yourself. You can't do nothing by yourself. One to sell one of something is a challenge. So if someone gets 16,000 on their first week out, 30,000 on their first week out. You have to recognize in a day and age where, you know, I listen to brain food every morning. Before I feed my body, I feed my mind and my spirit. I don't. So uh, I have some coffee. I have some, I have some useless No, oh, I lied. My bad. And coffee. Caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Who I thought I was. <laughs> Hello. Coffee is first. <laughs> coffee, Jesus. No, no. Um, In that order. No, no, no. Uh, but the thing is this. I was listening to... Uh, a few days ago, actually yesterday, a video on alertness and awareness and talking about how the body and how the brain learns and how you remember things, how you hold on to things. And one of those things that the speaker was um, referencing was the fact that as you're putting yourself 
in an arena to learn something new, what you have to realize is, like you're saying, you are a product of everything that you're in and around, everything mm. that you've exposed yourself to or are not exposing yourself to, the sleep that you, no, nah, you know, grind till I die, sleep is for suckers, all that stuff and everything. And like the sleep that you never get. And, you know, we always talk about how often, th- these are great apparatus right here that, is, that are filming us. They will shut off when they don't have enough sleep, when they need more rest, when they need to recharge, they would shut off. They don't care if Dr. Dre was in front of this camera. They don't care who or what is there. They say, I need to be recharged. Sleep is one of those things where we need to be recharged. When we have that sense of authenticity, like you say, the call me in the morning if you think that you can do it on your own. How hard is it to sell one of something? The amount of energy, mm. recharge, mm. the 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 picking yourself back up after someone or something has said no, that might feel like a knockdown, but you might not be at that place in your life yet where you understand that man's rejection is God's protection. You might not understand those types of lessons yet. So when you attach yourself, let's say to your, uh, when you attach your identity to your ego, uh, your egoic side yeah. where it's like, no, I got to do this. And I, you know, uh, only God can judge me. I, I, I'm an island. Ain't nobody ever helped me. So I'm here all alone. You know that you're about to meet your your your, uh, your baby cousins, the four-month-old, right. Winter and Carter, right? Right. <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking about all these gang members, all my great friends right. <laughs> in this world, all these, you know, you know, you know, whoever you are as a rapper and, and, and shoot them up, shoot them up, gang bang. And then I remember how all of us started in this world. Mm-hmm. Someone held your dirty diaper wearing ass. Right. Somebody coddled you. Somebody, whether they forcefully gave you a bottle when you cried or they gently gave you a bottle when you cried. Someone fed you when you cried. Yes. Someone came. No human is doing any of this stuff mm-hmm. alone. So if you think that at your, you know, infinitesimal uh, six-month-old age, you, you know, like you can sell a thing by yourself or you can wield it by yourself. You think, if you think that that's how that shit went, God bless you. But there there is a universe applauding every time you get something right. So when you're tapped in, in that authentic type way, and that's where my authentic kind of comes from too, when you're tapped in and, and... I'm going to show her the, the sound creators thing after this. because So she's going to trip how she just basically gave the whole... I, I can't even go into it. I literally can't go into it. <laughs> she over here chuckling. No, this is my baby. And, 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 and everyone uses your hair products. So it's just like I'm laughing because all the irony in this room. Um, yeah, I'm speeding through this episode still. So fuck that. Next, epi- next portion of this. So we're leaving out of Get Raised where my cousin Maya just got to explain to us, lift us, encourage us. Because that's what you do when you have OGs teaching real ones. And I'm one of her real ones. I I listen, I I I stand and 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 sit at attention like this at this woman's feet, at her virtual feet. Every time she goes on live, every time she posts something, one of the beautiful do gang, 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 in the do gang family, when one of the B girls is is wearing the new hair products or some of the B boys, we got some gentlemen or however yes. people identify. This also Pride Month, respect. Everybody is love. But I'm saying when I see all of these ambassadors for your brain, you talk about who will tell your story. The fact that I've been on at I Love The Do and I'm searching for a picture of you. I'm searching for a video of your ass because you have so many people now that are like, 
oh no, this damn foam is the truth. Or, uh-oh, this move deaf is really going crazy. Uh-oh, the supersonic got me crazy. Uh-oh, get hun, what you say, what you say, uh. When her products are in your hair, D-O-U-X-ing, doing the do, I can tell you it is not even fair what authentic creation, literally, watch... Literally speeding through this episode. No, you are the one. No, I cannot. I am not dealing with you. You are motherfucking her. Okay. Okay. (laughs) On to the third. On to the third and final segment before YN's words of wisdom. I'm putting you on the spot. This is the section that. This is the segment that is named after her. Do I diddy? Don't do that. This is. My voice is so hoarse. Your voice is so hoarse. But I'll give you something. Okay, it's a because you know what I wanted. If I had the chance to let you know that I never, ah, I'm not doing that. So. Listen, listen. Do I Diddy uh, is where we do in no we man. do we do original art from Flatfooted Sangers. She is a flat-footed singer and a flat-footed songwriter. A flat-footed singer. That that Wanda Vaughn. Wanda Wanda Vaughn. When she get on a mic and just yeah, Wanda Vaughn. Listen, made me a cassette tape. Hey, auntie. Yes! I still have the cassette tape. I gotta find it, but I still have it. She gave me go, 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 go. Yes! (laughs) She made me an entire vocal exercise tape. And she literally was one of the first people that recognized, which talent I don't even use, honestly. Like, you know. This motherfucker can But she heard me laugh and she was like, "Uh uh-uh, do that again. She was like, you can do that. You like, can, yep. I mm-hmm. was really, really, this is a perfect example. When Please. I, when it comes to, comes to what we've been talking about all yeah. night. When someone else recognizes a something in you that you have always seen as um, not attractive. I've had this voice since I was like six. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. The other oh, day, yeah. where were we? <laughs> I was at um, Burger King and they were like, could, could you could pull up to the to the window, sir. <laughs> I've had sir, this voice. I get that I, too. Since I was six. <laughs> and I will always be so, so self-conscious about it. Like I've always had this voice. Sound like But my, your voice is sexy. No, it was that it's not sexy at six. No, mine wasn't it's sexy, sexy at six. At 20, it's yeah, yeah, sexy right, right. <laughs> when I was nine and they was like, oh homeboy, you good. Right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Wait. Fuck. So she was like, she said, like, do it again. She was like, if you can laugh that, you can yeah. sing that. She was like, let me play these chords. My mom is a G. So sorry. to me, that's why I do have such an affinity for hip hop and the arts and artists and hairstylists that don't think that they're good. Like when you're able, Come when on. someone looks into you and they see something that you've always seen as obscure mm. or not desirable or unattractive or unworthy. And they say, that's something. Wow. Whether it was real or not, auntie, you could have been gassing me up. You know, you love me. You love my daddy. You love my parents. Like, she could have made the whole thing up. No, she could have made that shit up. Like, and honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Auntie, Wanda, I'm, I will never, if you, if you ever tell me the truth, like, girl, you was, you was cracking. Never. You was, you was never. But she said, I have, perfect, I have perfect pitch. Yes, you do. Yes. I do. I do. I don't got. Per- I got relative pitch. But when you somebody have looks pitch? into who you are and they say yes. they see something that you don't see, yeah, and they stop you, yes, and say work that, 
grow that. I don't care what it looks like now. I see that and that's something. It really does change who you are. It does. So I've had, like, it's crazy that you, like, this whole conversation is really like kismet because I've had maybe four or five conversations in the last month with people that have inspired me. And they have no idea. Like, we think that when we, the people that we inspire, when they hear it, they're like, oh, that's so nice. It's so wonderful. Like, oh, thank you. And you kind of feel like a fan. Like, I'm really embarrassed to do it. But really, the gift is mine. Yes. And I want to say to anybody that's really listening, if there are people who have spoken into your life in any way, whether they know it or not, because most of the people that you edutaining that yes. you're edutaining exactly. they have no idea like you have no idea the, yeah. the level of impact and and the way that you resonate yeah. and and that you will when they're 50 yeah you need to tell them yeah like like RIP Dave yeah um from De La Soul the Dove yeah True Goy there are people that have literally completely changed who I am. I mean, I can't rap. It's t- sad day in hip hop. I cannot rap. If yes, don't, you don't can. want it from me, you don't. <laughs> I'm an appreciator, but not a participator. <laughs> can't. can't she do can. it. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a songwriter. But no. as a, can I no. can I do this song of yours? Go, you, Since, you can sing. Can it. I do this? Okay, okay. <clears throat> Go ahead. Me me me. No no no, I'm messing. Uh. Wendy, I'm gonna see how well you have. Did you fuck my song up? It's on. No, I love this. I'm. Oh, I'm here for this. I'm Wendy. Wendy. <laughs> I would no, and we'll Facetime her too. We'll Facetime her too because she actually is on her Wendy. little K. Okay. She a little black girl in a little world right now, but <laughs> the two of them. This is a duo. This for them. I don't know the words, so energy. Oh, oh, oh! You guys did this in what at sixteen and seventeen. I was 17, you were 16, and she... No, she, uh, was, 17, she was 17. And, and you were, I was you were 16. 16, yes. Okay, because we're stair steps. Yeah. Okay, so... Where the day may go, I do not know. Where the sparrow soars, I cannot go. Baby, take my hand and leave me. To a place where we can hire, stay away. Far beyond the bounds of yesterday, open up your eyes and free me, yeah. Can't you stop, take a look inside? Bend the walls that stare within your mind. If I had the chance to let you know that I'd never let you go Wait, wait, wait. I never go no, up, wait, be wait, the driver on. and you can be the passenger. So kick your feet up, relax, and, and bob your head to the beat now. <laughs> As the sun goes down and you stare, I feel the wind through my hair doing 60 in a 45 and I don't, I don't even care. Because it's all right now. Ooh. <laughs> Where, oh, shit. Where the day really? Oh can my I God! See? Just bury Wait, me now. Movie. I can't I need see. You to cut this whole thing Let me see. Oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, you motherfuck! Hold on, no, no, no. Wyan's brain is a genius. She's gonna get this. Watch this. Watch this. Keep all of this, do I, Diddy people? Keep all of this. She say, because it's another my my favorite words in that. Um, she said, she said, uh, she said, I'm gonna tell you right now. 
Cause it's, it said, where the day may lead, I cannot see. These are the words I can't remember right here. Uh, oh, oh, can, could it be that I have an angel in front of me? Uh, the damn be so good. No, that was flat. So, so good to be true. This part right here. Can't you stop and see what this could be? Someone worthy of the love in me. If I had the chance to let you know that I never let you go, be the driver and you could be the passenger. So kick your feet up, relax, bob your head to the beat now. And as the sun goes down and you stare, I feel the wind through my hair doing 60 and a 45. I don't even care. Cause it's all right now. Damn! That. Just bury me. Now. Why do you? Why do you write? No. Why did she write like this? Y'all gonna make me understand. You know why did you write like that? Why? I did. You know, but he wiped it. So I mean, it turned out okay. <laughs> if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> my earring is like not my friend. No, just, okay. Just, yeah. Just, listen, we, we tried it. No, you know I don't have no ear piercing. You know I'm scared. So yes, I, this is only a hug. This is like a big hug to my ears. Yes, it doesn't work. I can't well. believe you. You you really did bring. I, like I literally, I only think about that song when I think of you, and and you're usually embarrassing me. I like that. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's embarrass Ryan. Let's embarrass Ryan because I'm I'm looking at this phone, and the last thing that you sent to me yes. <laughs> before I text her tonight yes. was a picture of Maya's mom putting me to sleep at a smooth, maybe nine. Nah. Look, the drool though. The it, drool it's the drool. Real. Let can we can we do this? There's one tooth exposed, kind of oh like now, because you know my 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 Yeah, you get all up in that, uh on that. And don't get my don't get my nails. I didn't do them, okay? Like let's not talk oh about those nails. God. But can we can we talk about the fact that you understand me? Hi, Auntie Debbie. <sighs> like hey, why mom. why why is why is YN the why is the drool that real, first the drool. off? But her why is one tooth? No, her manicure is on like five. Impeccable. You understand me? On point like five, excuse me. The, why one tooth out? One Help tooth. me out. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, but yes, listen. Again, speeding through this episode, I'm going to have my cousin time. Uh, so I love you, loves. Uh, don't talk about this earring that keeps falling off, especially that camera. Uh, we're I just didn't gonna... even realize like it's a whole other situation it's over here that's oh, yeah. looking at me from yeah. this. So this. Yeah, we needed to get you right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yellow. The fuck. <laughs> so um let me say this. Every time we're on this broadcast, you know, we bring you three segments. Today's the three that we did were the clearly the break it down where we were uncovering the already there genius in hip hop. I like to do that for all my newcomers because I don't want you to think that genius within the hip hop culture is new. This is not. But because I'm an edutainer, yes. one of the the education side of that is helping to take those gems and dust them off so they're more apparently brilliant to all of you. So that's number one. Number two, we got raised by my cousin, the 
MC and freaking CEO founder of The Do. The only product, the only other thing that I have literally bigged up the entire 57, almost five years of doing this episodes that we've been doing this. So if you could see the people in LA and world, well, shit, definitely uh, domestic, no, not internationally, nationally, who hit me and they'll be like, so I'm at the store and your cousin all up in here. And it'll be like random people. It'll be rappers. It'll be uh, makeup artists. It'll be anybody. And they're just like, oh shit, your cousin. They'll just snap something real quick and just send it to me. I'm like, thank you. Can you please like buy one of them though? Like, thank you for the picture though. But like, bye. Hello. But uh, yeah, so we got raised by my cousin, Maya Smith. And then we just had to do a Diddy, a very special, exclusive, freaking 17, 16, and 18-year-olds of us. Uh, Hello, are we going to do this? Yes, we are. No bars were harmed. No bars were harmed during the display of this portion of the episode. (laughs) So let it be known. um, I want to talk really quickly on my YN's words of wisdom. You can take that down. My YN's words of wisdom. No lisp. Let's do it one more time. My YN's words of wisdom. Talk about it. Words of wisdom. Sing, child of God. That's not really, but that's my jingle. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) I want to... I had something else and I forgot to write it down, but I already had something written. So we're going to stay with this. Listen here. Hear me and hear me clearly. This is not only Black Music Month, which is why it's so important to really hone in on the hip hop like we did today. This is also Pride Month. And what you guys know about me is that when I talk about love culture, I have a diverse set of amazing humans that support this podcast. And some of them belong, well, I'm not going to say belong to, rather they align themselves with, they identify as the LGBTQ plus community. I know there are more letters after that. I've heard mixed reviews on what to include and what not to include. So I'm one of those people that stays in my lane. And I go up to the amount of letters that people have told me is okay to go up to. So, but the Pride community, first off, much love to any of my listeners or anyone who just happens to be stumbling upon this podcast. And you might identify with that community. I'm letting you know that this is your month. Pride to you. Respect, power, and love forever, ever, ever, and ever. And for all of my loves, for all of you, this is YN's words of wisdom. This is said with love, so hear it with love if you have the ability to. Your identity, your identity is wildly important, dot, 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 to you. Take this in. Your identity is wildly important to you. I say that Because very often, especially in today's climate, we will outsource our senses of worth to other people, other humans, folks that we admire and respect. So long as they see and acknowledge us, then we know that we are worthy of whatever it is within ourselves. And I didn't even know that my cousin was going to be here and say the things that she said today. So I want to show you the very, very nuanced version of what she was speaking about earlier and what I'm talking about in my YN's words of wisdom. 
What I need y'all to know is when my cousin stepped into a beautiful arena tonight with good friends of mine like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, as well as folks that I only know virtually like Big Daddy Kane because he's a huge emotions fan. So we geek out together over that. Uh, and so, I, but the only person I've never heard, I know, right? The only, <laughs> exactly. The only person of those people I've never spoken to is Kid Capri, but so much love because I heard he's an amazing energy. When she walked in there tonight, she was who she was when she got there. It wasn't that Big Daddy Kane or Kid Capri affirmed her worth or her sense of identity while she was in that room. She stood fully valued within herself in that room and by way of her being there with a full understanding of who she is with or without any of these humans in this room, she had a firm sense of her own identity. Why I bring that up when we talk about the pride community is because of the things that I've generally heard out of loves and love culture when someone does or does not recognize, I put that in air quotes for people listening and can't see, recognize who you are by way of how you've chosen to identify. Let me repeat my words of wisdom right here again. Your identity is wildly important, dot, 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 to you. I want you to understand there's a thing in therapy called radical acceptance. In the world of radical acceptance, it's almost like the just, the gist rather of the serenity prayer. The serenity prayer says, Lord, grant me the wisdom to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change those things that I can. Mm. Oh, wait, no, not the wisdom. Grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can. And the wisdom. To and the wisdom the to know the difference. What's the difference between me and you? Let me help y'all out. Victor Frankl, author and a very unique Holocaust survivor. The book is called Man's Search for Meaning, if I'm not mistaken. Victor Frankl went through the Holocaust as a with a unique perspective because that man's profession was a psychologist. Mm. So as a Jewish psychologist, he was psychoanalyzing everything and every every instance that was happening around him because he had the intellect, the know-how mm -hmm. to do so. From a Holocaust survivor, these are some words that maybe you can put in your back pocket and look at them from time to time if it feels good to you. There are two types of people, two races of people in this world. Decent and indecent. Mm. That's on period. Wow. The same way Dave Chappelle in one of his specials spoke about a slave owner, a black free man that became a slave owner who became more mean and despicable than white slave owners to the point where white slave owners told this black slave owner, you might want to chill on the torture of your slaves is the same way that Viktor Frankl speaks about Jews who were entering concentration camps 
who were randomly selected by arbitration, like literally random turnaround, spin and point. Mm -hmm. These people were chosen to become guards of other Jews. And they were some of the meanest. The Jewish men who were in the same circumstances, all these other Jewish men, Victor Frankl reports in parts of his book about how some of these gentlemen were meaner than the German guards. Wow. What I'm trying to tell you is in love culture, the reason that love culture works is because we don't have a preference about how you identify sexually, your ethnic background, your nationality, 4C hair, 3C wavy, whatever. Girl, the, don't stop. Listen, any of this, because <laughs> some people start to really format themselves around, you know what? I'm sorry, I'm a 4C, so that, you know, what you're saying, I get it, but it doesn't work for me. Baby, if you like challenging things in your life and you want things to be challenging mm -hmm. and you're calling that 4C. That's a whole, like, listen, like, I need you to put a pen in. Listen, I'm going to let you rock. I'm going to let you rock out with your cock out. But I'm telling you that on 2 billion percent, my girl, either I'm telling you that this thing called the do works for all hair types I'm not, I don't know why you're looking at mine and telling me that, oh, well, because your hair is like this, it doesn't work for me. It's like, if your mindset says things don't work for me, I'm not surprised when nothing works for you. That's on period point blank. Because we can act like identity is the realest construct in the world when really there are great and amazing people that come from all backgrounds. And in the same likeness, there are awful people that come from all of these same backgrounds. So if you're into Don Miguel Ruiz, author of The Four Agreements, he has a son, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr., who wrote The Five Levels of Attachment. I need you to know that the third level of attachment is identity. Mm. If you've ever seen the anger management movie with Jack Nicholson, and he says, so who are you? Well, my name is such as, I, I didn't ask you what your name was. Just, you know, who are you? Oh, well, I well I work as a... <laughs> I, I didn't ask you your occupation. I asked... Oh, I'm over it. I'm over, the earring is done. And see, this 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 one... Is, look, I'm trying to... Look, I'm going to take this one over here. I tried it. Did I try it? So, when I tell you what we'll try to do to make other people understand us or ourselves understand the world around us... We will start to attach five levels of attachment. Yeah. We will start to attach meaning to things in this life where if you really look exactly at what and who any of us are, we are spiritual balls of energy mm -hmm. having a what we understand as physical experience. Right. That's what's happening here. Black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Right. That's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. It would take a bioresonance doctor maybe or a physics instructor to really break that down to you. And that's a level of cognition that I haven't ascended to yet and I don't care to because, yeah, I'm cool where I'm at, bro. Jizzle. Like, listen. Listen. Right. No. No, I know. We have other people with us. Okay. I'm getting, I'm speeding through this episode, but recognize in this YN's words of wisdom, the reason I bring up the Dave Chappelle example of the black slave owner who was meaner to his slaves than white slave owners, or why I bring up 
Viktor Frankl as a Jewish man who went through the Holocaust and can tell you that there were Jewish men that were meaner than the German guards. It's all to tell you that when someone gets in particular situations, when people get a certain amount of power or a certain role, what they will attempt to do is gain understanding for their authenticity. They think that their life force is fueled by whatever this role Mm. they're inhabiting is. And when that starts to happen, it can make a person reduce the magnanimous whole of themselves to one aspect of themselves, like their sexual orientation. Mm. Black people, you're not off the hook. Whether it's you being black, American people, you're not off the hook. Whether it's your nationality and Americanism, I don't care who you are, you're not off the hook because once you take the the hugeness, the entire workings of a universe exist in each one of your cells. Mm -hmm. And you're reducing that to, nah, I'm a West Coast chick and if you don't rep the West Coast, then it ain't nothing. It's West Coast or die for me. Or more heinous. Nah, if you ain't blood, it's blood or nothing for me. Fuck a crab ass nigga. Right. And a crip will tell you, fuck a slob ass nigga. Mm. And somebody from Chicago will tell you something different. And a vice lord will tell you something different. And a brown pride person will tell you something different. Sodenos, my 13 Sodenos and Norteños, they will tell you something different. I'm telling you that people from the slums will tell you something different than the entitled people at the top will tell you something different. Ladies and gentlemen, a microscopic bug shut down the world. This part. Yeah. What did all of your gangbanging matter then? What did all of your identity and how you attach yourself to this world mean then? What did all your money do for you then? Outside of let you maybe online shop? Did it save any of your family members? Could it have saved you? I am trying to tell y'all that this life is bigger than what we expect of it. And I am not saying that your identity is meaningless. I'm saying that it is an aspect of your being, your being, the thing that attaches you to the stars, stars that are bigger than the sun, that make the solar system look like a fucking nail on an anteater somewhere. I am trying to tell y'all, you are fearfully and wondrously created and made. I don't care if you know that or believe it. I am telling you as a fact, go to college if you want to understand more about why that is. Major in physics and they can tell you about how energetically unique and amazing you are. Your identity matters. It does to you. So I want you to take the whole of you. Understand that your identity is so important as a piece of you that it is and never play yourself we stay sucker free around these parts so when it comes to you learning and knowing what you are please don't ever one of my homegirls journey walker i love you my sister speaking of the pharmacy as the pharmacy was closing back in 2018 i was telling her how sad i was Mm. And she said, sis, did you mistake your purpose for your assignment? Oh, my God. 
This was just one of your assignments. Excuse me? <laughs> your your purpose is your purpose is bigger than the pharmacy. Don't get me wrong, Dr. Dre is amazing and exhibit and DJ Pooh and Battle Cat, J-Rock. All these men are amazing. All these gentlemen love you. They're your brothers. Mm-hmm. The pharmacy didn't stop you guys being family, did it? I said, no. She says, so your your purpose is still going. You need to get quiet and talk to God. See where he's taking you next. And the next thing I made was raise it up. Why? I mean, well, let me, can, can I just like- Yes, in? please. You didn't make raise it up. Why? When that happened, it was already downloading. Say that in the mic. Say that one more time. Say that again. Say what you just I, said. I mean, you know, I'm just going to break in on what YN's words of wisdom can, and everything. Can we cousin you right now? Cousin- uh, I'm just gonna leave. Can I just like, can I get my words? Damn the fuck, yes, you can. De- we have a way of thinking that that the things that okay, just, there's so much. Please. Like, first of all, you're so wise. I love you so much. Not just because like I know you and shit, but I, I have to say that a lot of times we think that things that we create yeah. were started like on the actual like launch date. Like the do was conceptualized on Got you. you. Know, no, that's that's who you are. That is a part of your God-given assignment, what you were created yes. at a granular, cellular level that you just so eloquently described. Thank you. Like before time, God Thank does you. not exist in time. Thank you. So that like, that's what you were made to bring. So you have to take that shit seriously though, because there's a part of who you are yeah. that is who you were meant to be. That has been transferred to me and transferred to your your students yeah. and transferred to everybody that's within was within the sound of your voice and even people who aren't. Got you. That started before you got here. Got you. You like you didn't create that. No. That didn't start after. Like, and I really do want to hear more about that because yeah. everybody knows what that feels like when something that you really love or you think that yeah. you think is you. Ends and it's like, well, who am I after this, right? Oh, yeah. Because it, te- it it's a tailspin. Like, oh, wait a minute. It is. But what I want to say, not just to you, because I think you already have discovered this, because you're on the other side of it, right? Understood. There's so many people that are watching YN that are looking for like their next thing and feeling like, yeah. what's my thing? Yeah. And when something that you you feel strong at, that yeah. you feel like this is your shit and it stops, you are really kind of searching for what, who you are in that. I mean, it's happened to me. It's like, what happens right after burnout, really? Kind of trying to recalibrate your idea of who you are because you have attached yourself so much to what you're doing, thinking that what you're doing is who you are. Wow. But when you realize, like you did, like your assignment is your assignment and your assignment was here before you were here. You just happen to be like up for the job and available. We, I really do believe like the things that I'm doing, that's why I don't take anything for granted. Like I could give that to anybody. And if I'm not ready, if I'm not equipped, if I'm not connected, if I'm not like in tune and connected to the vine, I'm gonna miss it because he's gonna give it to somebody. It's happening. This thing is happening. So the ideas that you have, the inspiration that you have, the things that you think you're brought to this world to bring are happening. It's great that it's with you, but you need to be available. You need to be prepared. You have to be open and a steward of those gifts. You just happen to be available. So so like what you're doing right now, like, yeah, start after. 
Right. It started before. Right. I see. You had to experience everything, the pharmacy, um, 13, yeah. losing losing Wayne. Yeah. Which yeah. was like literally knocked the wind out of- Out of all of us. All of the clans. Like yes. not just the Bond clan. No. Like all of All of so us. That this experience that you're having is an amalgam of all of those things. And it honestly could not be possible mm. without that. So I'm sorry. I no, yes, no. Hey, but this started before that. Yeah. Like what we, what we watched Wendy experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like what we've watched our parents experience. Yeah. This is a result. It is the blessing. It's the the enduring and observing all of those experiences that made this what it is. So don't sell, don't, that's some sucker shit. Don't, yeah. No. Don't sell yourself short. Absolutely. All I'm saying is Absolutely. Like what you are, where you are here, you're able, you're only able to share this with me and with y'all. Yeah. Because of what you experienced. Right. So it started. It all went you. into it. It started Ooh. like when we were kids, when we were babies, when you stuck your finger in my birthday cake. Like I have pictures of that. That's probably gonna be the artwork God. for the episode. Like, I literally wish death on she on no, and it's in the the, 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 the face care, is in it's it was in the care bear cake, and I was like, who decided to invite her? It was and it was me. No, I, but it started then. And I dipped my my So the things the thing like I wanna say, my little five five yes. cents, because you know I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna come in here because I'm the big cousin. Yes. I like my big cousin, my OG. Everything that you're doing is already started. You are literally just a vessel. You are really just available. You're along for the ride. Yeah. And the more, every day I learn this even more myself. So I'm not preaching. I'm just like, I'm not judging you. I am you. Right, right, right. Exactly. I learn every day that there's so much about my experience that happened so far, like ancestors before me. There's so much coming through me gotcha. that I really just need to be aware of so that I'm available. I just want to be the lucky one that gets to like deliver the gift. Yeah. Um, you're so gifted and you're so ta- not beyond talent. Everybody knows you're talented and you show time, like why and show time <laughs> Everybody knows that. But I just, I really, I have to say this, like, on wax. Yes. There are moments that it's going to feel like, wait, like... And then and the older we get, like, yeah. I'm not trying to, like, make it, I'll be honest, some old folks shit, because we're still very young. But we OGs. So but don't mistake me There's the a kids. part of what's happening in the industry, what's happening in technology that will make yeah. us doubt if what we're saying or doing is valuable. Not even, yes. like, we know it means something. Of I know course. it's valuable, but... Does it does it resonate with people who I know really need it? Because I so wish, and I know you so wish that people were that that, that the youth like we had what they're getting from us. Oh my god! Because game ain't free. I don't care what free game. No ma'am, no such thing. No such thing as free game. None. We pay for that with blood, sweat, tears. Yeah, pain. Yeah, what I know is from pain. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I just want you to know that they do, that it's worth it. Yeah, that it's relevant. That it's important. And I I don't ever want, like, I need you to hold me accountable. Yeah. Like, I don't ever want us to lose sight of what we came to do because we had a lot of fun, but, yeah. like, the real work starts yeah. with the people who have the, the damn energy. <laughs> the energy to complete what it is that we were doing. We were like, where the things go? Like, that was... Yeah. Something that the ancestors created. Yeah. So who's here to complete that? Right. Those are people that we're here to nurture. And so we don't 
we talk about the youth and we kind of like, you know, shit on hip hop and like what's happening with young people. Right. But I, w- I think it's important for everybody, especially like your your following, because most of you, a lot of you are like, you know, edutainment, edutainment alumni and people yeah. that follow YN and are um, mentees. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that it's a, a huge mistake to ignore and discount. Yeah the ones that have the energy to complete what we've been gifted with. We really have to invest in you and listen to you and figure out how we can continue to serve you from where we're sitting. Hmm. So please don't stop. Yeah. Please don't stop and don't play it small. It's not small. It's not small. Like we really are fucking with you. Yes. And more importantly, there's something about what you came to bring that a lot of people are not willing to do because they're so busy trying to be seen and trying to be famous and trying to be everywhere that they're not really thinking about who they're writing for, who they represent. So the representation yes. is so, so important. So yes. I'm not going to go on my whole soapbox because I already <laughs> did, but... Raise it up. Why is something that is literally an institution? And I yes. just want to—I want to thank you personally for mm-hmm. like writing for the dude. Yeah, like my little low, you know, my listen. little low hair products. Just listen, listen. That's where we at. Okay, we gotta do pay your dues. Pay your dues. That's this is Wayne's segment. Oh, Did you know that? I didn't know that. The pay your dues segment, and that you're the first thing, and all the pay your dues, all fifty-eight episodes. Well, you ain't getting no money from me. I no, a that's. I give you a dollar. I sing for you. <laughs> I have my whole bathroom is just Look, this. I want some Damon Dash. I'm Look. broke. I ain't, I, I ain't got it, Jack. <laughs> don't ask me for. Look. All I want. If I got it, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. No, no. In this pay your dues. In the pay your dues, I know it. Okay, so look, look, look. The product that I slicked my hair up with, because this is this is workout hair. It's good. So okay, really, I straightened it myself. Yes, I tried it. I tried it. No, no. When you said you were on the way, when you were on the way, I was back there, and like they, the girls had everything set up and everything. And I it's went back there. How people get on their best behavior, like I'm the hair police. Listen, <laughs> did I not come back? I says, I said, girls. My cousin is coming. What? What? Is it? They were like, "Why? It looks. It looks fine." So I'm like, me, "Give me the. Give, give it to me." You see, I, I need an Afro bomb. Yes, thanks. Like, Tell me what to do. It's it's better than I'm. A, I'm. A, can I do the commercial? Damn yes. <laughs> so this is the first. This is actually the first do product. Like before Moose Def, which is by the way the number one selling black owned moose in the category. And can I tell you that both of our mooses, both Moose Def and Crazy Sexy Curler in the top 10 of the entire category. Why? Because we focus on serving people first and branding and just focusing on solving a problem. But anyway. I'm trying not to scream in this mic, guys. I just want y'all to know. We're the one and the two. Listen! We the top three and not the three. That part. Talk to me nice, huh? Talk Talk to to me me nice, nice, huh? When you say my name. Shit. Say her name, name say her name. My name is my name. (laughs) (laughs) So 
I'm but, so but excited. But Afrobond was the first one. I didn't. I thought the that it was the very first death. product I ever created was being Afrobond because I hate greasy hair. But I know that the culture we like grease. Like black people we do. love grease. We do. So I wanted to create something that was heavy like grease. Yeah. Because that's what we gonna do. Because yeah, that's what period. black girls do. We need some grease. That's on period. But that will rinse out of your hair with one shampoo. Because you know oh, when you're rocking a slick bag yeah. for two weeks, but then you, you know, and Cali, we press our hair. I don't know what all Straight it is up. like. Lack of versatility, wearing a wash and go till you dead. That, that's new. That, that, this, that's these new naturals that's, that came out. Respectfully, but the, the original naturals that it. came out just we just didn't do a relaxer, but we no, were wearing our yeah, hair no, straight. I've never, I've never put a relaxer in my hair. My and curly, life. we were doing straight, straight and, and curly. curly. You wear your hair straight. And, and Cali, anywhere? though, that makes sense because. You got to think, over in the it's East Coast and in the South, it's too damn humid. It's too humid. This right here? So my I clients were coming, like, they're coming to the salon with all this, like, that that other grease that comes in, the in like, the cardboard with the, with the you know, with the, with the silver can that lasts 20 years because it never goes away. They were using that to press their hair. And I was like, no, man. To ma'am. press their hair? They were using that to press their hair and they were using that to slick their hair back. And I could not wash it out. No. To give like what lacquer. we call is like the Cali blowout. That's which is like when you, when, when, okay, so let me back up. When we press our hair, it yeah. moves. And I'm not saying it doesn't do that anywhere else, but before there was a silk press all over the world, the Cali press, like in California specifically, our blowouts just aesthetically, and it's not a diss to nowhere else. Cause I'm not saying like the doobies, big shout out to Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, like the doobies and the roller wraps, but it's a totally different style. It's a whole different delivery system got on you, how that you. works. Got you, got you. But in Cali, when we press our hair, that hair moves. Like that's on period. I, it moves. This it's is workout stiff. hair. I've been in the sauna daily. It's not and this greasy. Still moves. It, yeah. it moves. Yeah. It blows in the wind. And yes. when you wash it, it's gone. Like our hair is yes. like, it's an oil-free press. That's yes. what I'm trying to say. That's true. Silk pressing now is all over the globe and it's definitely advanced. Technology has advanced what that is. The right. diaspora is on the internet and communicating, thank God. So it's very different. But God. when we grew up... Yeah. A press and curl was very different mm-hmm. if you were from L.A. than you were from, you know, Tallahassee. Arkansas. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. So my girls from Tallahassee were yeah. coming in with the whole bunch of like that extra. That's how I mean. Oh, and it's not a diss. You. It no, is no, 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 literally no, 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 no. a regional approach got to you. humidity and how you keep your hair from reverting in a different climate. Oh, Here, our hair is going to stay straight until, yeah. unless you're outside at night. Unless you're outside at night, that doesn't work. You'll so, go from um, Sade to Shaka Khan. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Not even sh- Not man. even Sade, because even that's a man. thick, even that's kind of thick right there. But you no. can be cute and you around 630 when that. Woo, no, when the marine layer come in. Woo. Hello. No, that's when it's you a start disaster. to hear the, I know you, <laughs> I leave you. <laughs> Your hair start picking, picking, picking. Y'all that telling part. you, it start getting big and fat. Did Hello. You, did, did you? Okay. Your hair start, I will love you anyways. And you be like, wait. <laughs> What? Why is it? <laughs> Hello? You thought it was long? Showtime. No, it's wide. Showtime. Voluminous, huh? <laughs> Fuck you mean. This is since since we were like three. I cannot time. wait to put this artwork okay. up. I'm going to show you the picture. 
It's so, literally me being an So asshole. we created this so that when you came to the shop, yes. we could watch. You could use this when you were doing your slick back because you do the three. You press your hair for like two weeks and then you start just slicking it, it back. And you slick it back. Just slick it back. So my clients were doing that and it was a mess. And I was like, well, let me give you what you were trying to get, but let me give you something that will wash out of Ow. your hair so we can do a blow up, a blowout again without having to use like dishwashing liquid to get to that get grease that out. out. Right. So Ooh. the dude, I mean, honestly, is hip hop. It is hip hop in a jar. And let me explain why. And I'm yes. going to go ahead and make my own commercial because it's my shit and you're my cousin. And that's and, on and everything, show. period. What is different? When you say what's the difference yes, between thousand. me and you? Absolutely. It really is that every single thing that we created was based on solving a problem. And when you're behind the chair working with real people, not your five cousins, not your friends, not your homegirl that has a salon to let you borrow a, a, a bowl. I'm talking about when you really have been doing this since you were... I was in high school. A thousand I remember. Because I was pressing the hell out of you and Wendy's hair. And my... Hey, I go to school looking lovely, yes. huh? Talk to me nice. When you really, really do this. Yeah. You're in connection, not just with five people, but with a whole culture of people it's that are saying, I need this. This yeah. isn't working. And you're seeing that happen. And I've been blessed to have the opportunity to fail so many times. I knew what was working and wasn't working nice. in the culture, in my community. So the do is really just the result of responding. Not, I, not really me and my like ego, like, yo, this is... No, it's really like... What do you need? What's not working? What is working for you? And so the every single product, Moose, yeah. we were in the military. I mean, my husband was in the military. Right. My clients were mostly active duty. And it was before the natural hair movement. There were literal legal regulations, dress and appearance. You could not have your hair more than three inches in bulk. It had to be a certain way. Whoa. It couldn't be too short. It couldn't be too long. There are dress and appearance guidelines that were happening that weren't amended Ooh. when we started the you know creating the do right. So my clients were coming there like, oh, well, I want to try this natural thing because it's better for my hair. I'm going to Afghanistan. I'm going to Qatar, where there's you know there's right. a lot of dust, there's a lot of sand, there's the water quality is different. But I want to you know I want to transition from my relaxer, but I couldn't can't do it. So again, wow. it wasn't like oh let me let me just you know sell this hair cream. Let me just. You know, let me move these kits. No, no. It really, literally, it was legitimately, what do you need and how can I serve you? So wow. when you're talking about what's different between me and you, when you're talking about branding and all of these things, for us, it really has been about finding what the need is, being yeah. into having, like having our ear to the street, finding what the need is and meeting that need. And you really cannot do that. Wow. If you're not wow. a part of the of the actual research and development chain. You can't jump in and say, I want to have, or I want to create this. And you don't know the people. And yeah. you've never gotten, I'm sorry, sidebar. You ain't never got no check. If your mortgage and your car note have never been dependent on your success or failure, you really need to have a seed. Wow. Because it's 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 being able to solve real problems yeah. and having the credibility where you can say, I got receipts. I, I, I've actually gotten paid for this. And, I, and my children don't eat if I'm not successful. That really determines how, like, when that, that it gets real, real. <laughs> Listen, I'm just, it's real, real when people are like, I'm not coming back if right. this doesn't work. So right. I'm going to go ahead, like, 
and this is hip hop, so I can say that, like, because I am like a hip, you know. I am, and, I'm, and you from the West, you say that shit with your chest. Hello, he, he, no. hello. So Fuck that's you. the difference. The no, difference is a thousand percent. There is something to say yeah. about experience. There is something to say about expertise, and there is something to say more, more importantly than anything, about creating something that's not where your motivation is not generated by financial gain. I heard, I, wow. I remember hearing, I was listening to um, De La Soul talk about, yeah. like, when they first, you know, they got in, they, they went through a whole lot trying to get their master's back. Oh, yes. Publishers back, like, which is, to me, like, shout out, because who does that? Right. 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 But I remember them talking about just when they started, just wanting to hear their song on the radio. And that resonated, like, the dude really is kind of like, I... I See our our brand. I mean, unintentionally, not yeah. not really knowing. Yeah, as the beginning, it, it really is hip hop to me. In a jar, the parallel. I'm just talking about the parallel yeah. because we really did just start. We didn't know, like I didn't know that there was any money in it. I didn't care. I was like, I'm a hairstylist. I'm gonna try this out. My clients want something. I want to make something nice exactly. for them that they asked for. Yes, I have no intention of it actually being anything. This shit and and into it everything. did because I wasn't thinking about that. So you didn't have any resistance on your trail, bro. I, listen, no resistance. So I'm, gonna I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a in my commercial. There. I'm so sorry. Listen, <laughs> listen. And I wanted and 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 I, while while my cousin was speaking, I'm like this is hitting on so many levels. And of course, we're still in like, well, no, I'm going to take that part and put it back in Wyan's oh Words of Wisdom because yeah, it was too good. No, no, no. Off. No, you I'm can't. Because that's going to be amazing. I'm going to, yeah, like that. <laughs> for every, and, and then to put a, to also put a bow on the identity talk for all, for all of my folks who are identifying LGBTQ plus community or any otherwise a uh, 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 format, whatever whatever your thing is. I identify as a musician or I identify as a beat maker. That's that's a big thing. Oh you know what I'm saying? I identify as a artist or a sample artist. Or are you mm-hmm. a real DJ or are you a, a you know splice you know Serato engineer? Listen, however people identify, and taking this and and as I started it with pride, I'm gonna end it with pride. I want you to know this is really important how you stand out and how you are. And representation, my cousin said it as well, representation really does matter. So it does matter that you see yourself represented properly on TV screens, commercials, movies, sitcoms, and even in the hip hop space where if we're going to keep it a stack, we've been homophobic, at least in our language. I don't think in our spirit. But I think in the language and in disses and slang and stuff like that, we've had a, a, a I'll call it a bad habit of having felt big at y'all's expense. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's not cool because once I learned that something hurts anyone, I'm no longer attaching myself to that. And I'm always going to be hip hop. But I think that's the point. Hip hop is bigger than any one thing that it ever did. Any like at, at the same time, just as you are a person, period, a person who happens to identify in ways that make you feel like you're seen the way that you want to be seen, the way that you understand that you are, and that's very, very valuable. My 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 period on this sentence is hold that within you, walk with that wherever you go, and never need 
anyone else to validate that for you. Just like you said, whether somebody sees Raise It Up Why, whether someone uses the do and understands what this version of hip hop or this version of hip hop is or not, it ain't stopping nothing Maya Smith or YN Vaughn is doing. And what I hope, my hope, my my big prayer to any of y'all as y'all are definitely getting the pride and the visibility that you deserve is that I hope you carry that same sense of identity Regardless of if somebody else is fucking with your program, you understand? Be you and beyond that, be good. Be good to yourself and to anyone else. And I'm talking about in the realest of ways. When nobody is seeing you, when you go to bed at night, make sure that you're looking in the mirror and you're saying the things you want someone else to say to you. Make sure you're being that sort of good to yourself. So therefore you're not... You are really being the person that you think you're being and you're not playing a role of Mm. what you think someone should be being Mm. to you. Because if you're doing things for others or expecting out of others what you have yet to give or do for yourself, you are playing a part. You're a human, not an actor. Mm. So be you. Don't play you, right? And if anything, nigga, do you? Fuck you mean? No, no. Okay, my bad. So that was the way I was ending that. Um, Yes, but like I say, pay your dues. First and foremost, we always do this. This has never not been done in our history. Maya Smith, CEO and founder of The Do, NC, Master of Curl, right here in the building. I Again, to achieve this look, I used Bonita Afro Balm. Now that I'm learning the first... Of all products of the do, it's the one. It's the one and so not the you two. you have to come to the HQ. You have to come to the do HQ. Because you guys have something new. That's a whole situation. And you're not I'm about ready. to end this podcast so I can hear. I, I want to I talk salaciously and off of here. Oh, yes. And uh, uh, okay. So the other things that we're doing is we're going to shout out the B-Girl line for sure, which is the newest, one of the newest features to the do, but they have wash and go line. They have the original OG line. So go to T-H-E-D-O-U-X.com to get the full vibe or on Instagram, please follow at I-L-O-V-E. T-H-E-D-O-U-X. I love the do. We do this every episode. Don't act brand new. Number two, IFB Studios. I want to shout out at IFB Studios, my beautiful students, Ryan Taylor and his brother, Richard Taylor, two brothers, black owned film studio here in Los Angeles. And when I say they built it, like two hands built, like it's a warehouse. Everything you see in it, their two, well, their forehands, between the two of them, they built. Their mom is a psychologist. She does therapy there if you need it, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. Just check out on Instagram at IFB Studios and tell them that YN and Raise It Up Y sent you over there. They'll be kind to you. Um, Also, LA Flex Training at L-A-F-L-E-X-T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G, if I'm not mistaken. LA Flex Training, all spelled correctly. Just say it in your phone, you'll be fine. Uh, Go look at it on Instagram. This is who got uh, TJ all nice and slim and tall and fine. (laughs) Shouts out to TJ for no good reason. Hey, TJ. We're going to FaceTime him in a second. That's why I'm like, (laughs) we're we're running through this. Um, Bakari GDL at B-A-C-A-R-I-G-D-L. It's just a restaurant that I really like in Glendale. And tell them um, that 
YN sent you, but really speak to G. G is like a general manager, but he's like the nicest human being. He was such a good general manager there that the company had to bump him up. So now he's over the regional space. So this is somewhere that we should go. Shout out to Bakari. Shout out to Bakari GDL. I'm just letting y'all know. Um, July 13th, we're going to be doing some Love Lounge live vibes, live podcast taping. And I think Bakari GDL might be where we go to eat after. That was why I was actually shouting them out. So I just want y'all to know that you're already shouted out. So when I see y'all, don't act brand new. The fuck you mean? So I guess you shouldn't say the fuck you mean when you're giving them a shout out as a commercial. It's okay. Don't worry about it. The fifth and last thing, always, at Raise It Up Y, R-A-I-S-E-I-T-U-P-W-Y. And the love say, rockets up on these hoes. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen. This has been an amazing episode. If y'all can't tell, I have been speed demon getting through this motherfucker because I want to talk to my very own cousin without the cameras. But I love y'all. I thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you, my cousin, for coming. I love you so much. And Brian, can you like just like scoot over here so people can see you? Because Brian, all of the visuals and the photography and the amazing shit that you see on at I L O V E T H E D O U X, that's him. Can you see him? Can you see him? All right, that's a wrap, y'all. Get the fuck out of here. Love y'all. Bye.